You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Uh, Roman Fevre, uh, MXGP of Belgium, finally... This win's been coming since round one, I feel like. Uh, you've been so fast at every single race. Things have happened, mistakes and whatnot. But today you got the job done, and I guess that's a bit like a uh, weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely it's good to win. Um, but more than that, it's to win in Lomer. It means a lot to me. Uh, everybody knows that track as the toughest track of, uh, of the year, maybe in the world. So... Um, I, I'm really pleased uh, of my riding today, even with the mistake again. But uh, yeah, managed to secure second, first moto, and uh, and second moto even with the mistake. I win the race, so uh, I was really yeah, I was going for it, and um, and yeah, finally did uh, yeah, won the my first GP of the year. Were you frustrated uh, in the first motor not to go with Jeffrey? I'm guessing after he got by you, you were kind of planning another attack, but obviously the crash stopped that from happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, I, I make some bad laps. Uh, I was leading. I make some bad laps uh, just before he passed me, so he catch me obviously. And uh, yeah, I feel he was right there. Make a few mistakes. He passed me, and um, after I just look back nobody was there so I said just just like um, yeah take your time learn from him and it's what I did like for two laps I think and I even catch him a little bit but uh, yeah uh, tipped over crashed uh, and after I was a bit alone on second place so could not do much more and just secure the second place uh, you obviously know how good you are on the sand at the moment. You said it before going into Oss. Your speed at Oss was unreal. So I'm guessing coming into here, you were quite confident that you'd at least be podium and should be able to battle for the win. Yeah, like I say, so far this year on every kind of circuit, I, I had a really good speed, uh, even in the sand. So um, even maybe more in the sand um, because it's easier to make the difference. So... Um, yeah, I was hoping, uh, every weekend I'm hoping, um, and every weekend we score uh, o- always a good moto, and then after some, some crash or something makes uh, the overall not so good, but um, yeah, this weekend uh, yeah, was my weekend. Uh, the winner always loves the track, but every rider I've spoken to has had um, some not nice things to say about the track, it's too rough, uh, the new section over by the start is too tight and too one-lined uh, what did you think of it uh, yeah for me it was like a, no, a normal lomel um, actually the track didn't change much as last year or on practice just the, yeah, the first yeah. part the first section they change but it's good that they change because it's a new track to learn let's say um, 
but uh, yeah, some place was tight. But um, yeah, I, when I second moto, when I was behind the guys, yeah, it was sometimes tough to pass. But like I say again, in the sand, like you have so many bumps and it's really rough and stuff like this. So if you feel good, if you have a good speed, it's easy to make a difference. So um, yes, uh, no, I, I felt. Yeah, the yeah was rough for sure. Uh, was more soft than usual. I I feel like uh, I didn't remember like on every race that we did here was that soft. But also because of the weather was like raining and and not. But um, for me, it's uh, yeah like um, I think was a good track. Uh, like us uh, for me was uh, not that. That was not a good track, but uh, uh, Lomel, I think, uh, yeah, it's strange that some some rider uh, say something. Uh, you're second in championship now, really close. You haven't been this close in years. This must be, I don't know, refreshing. Like you haven't had this confidence, this momentum, this just everything's going in the right direction at the moment, and you've had everything go against you for so long. So I guess it's quite nice to be in this position. Yeah, for sure. It's always nice to be on that position, but uh, yeah, championship, it's uh, just started, so uh, I'm not looking the championship at all. Like I say, it's good to be on that position, for sure, to be not far from the leader. But uh, uh, yeah, it's only six races. Uh, we have 12 or 14 races to go. So well, we hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We will have uh, at least 10, yeah. for sure. Uh, we are even not on halfway of the championship, so uh, I really don't care. I just want to be, yeah, to avoid that mistake that I'm still making. Um, and uh, I know I have the speed. I have um, a good condition at the moment, and uh, now we we work pretty good on the start. And uh, both of us, we had a really good start, both motos. So uh, everything, it's. Uh, yeah, it's going on our way, so I'm really pleased with that. And um, but yeah, we have to be good citizen. How can you uh, get rid of those mistakes? Have you got any ideas, any plans? Like, are you just going too fast at the moment? Like, have you got any idea? Uh, it's really tough because every time it's a really small mistake, and uh, obviously it's not a big crash. It's yeah. just uh, yeah, or oh, I lost the front, or oh, I slide from the back. So uh, sometimes it's a little bit, maybe I'm trying too hard. And mainly it's when, yeah, this weekend not, but it's mainly when I try to pass people since Lomel, uh, till Lomel. And uh, yeah, today I was uh, alone, let's say, almost, both of the moto, even if Jeffrey was just on the front uh, when uh, the first moto, but, and I crashed. Uh, I think it's just, just a small things. Uh, it's difficult to find it out because yeah for sure uh, at the speed that we go the small mistake that you make can can impact a lot so yeah I'm trying my best um, but uh, yeah I cannot uh, for the moment I cannot figure out uh, why and uh, last thing I've got to ask it uh, obviously Kawasaki have announced they're making changes for next year your contract's up anyway, so whatever happens, you were going to be free. Uh, stressful for you? Are you going in a good direction anyway? Like, well, How do you feel about the whole situation? Uh, no, stress, no, for sure. Um, no, and um, that's how it is. Um, 
and we have options and it's going good at the moment for me so I'm really pleased uh, yeah uh, I will try to figure out what's the best for me and then um, yeah I will go for that uh, but obviously stress not uh, I have um, yeah, a really good agent that work uh, I, I work with him and uh, he's holding yeah he's speaking and holding for me uh, all, all that situation and uh, so I can be focused on that year and it's why I just want to be focused on what is going now yeah. on because I know that I can I can have a good year so uh, let's see okay uh, Jeffrey Hurlins MXGP of Belgium oh yeah actually that's, you are mental you are crazy uh, time and time again actually it's one thing riding with one injury and then you do it again you do it again and it's almost like just a normal thing for you now but have you surprised yourself today maybe or is this just is this normal now yeah I, I, I think I did because when, when I just got uh, to the doctor after all he said predict four to six weeks and then you should be happy but it will be 100% it's just a big crack you know if you look at a shoulder blade it's like a like a plate where you're eating from but it was completely cracked in the middle so um, yeah he said count four to six weeks more or less six probably and uh, we work from there that, oof, that was championship over and then you know I went to Lockett because we had everything planned I was there and I was like this hurts mate this hurts another championship through my nose and then yeah Tim Tim had his crash and he didn't get so much points so after that we went home and we we're like 51 points down and I was like all right all right that's not good but if we miss two more then we'll be 150 down worst case and that's gonna be difficult and then I was like, and then I got uh, on Wednesday, it got announced Finland would be cancelled because I, I thought that would be all sorry, it would be 200 points. And then, all right, Finland was 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 cancelled, so we had four weeks off. So I was like, all right, if I can bite my, my teeth two times 30 minutes on this Sunday and next, then we might still be in the championship hunt. And then, even like I tried yesterday and I it was so sore, and I did a, a 15 and a, a 30 minute moto. And then last night, I just sit on the couch and I was like, honestly, I couldn't lift my arm up. I was like, do I seriously have to go race the GP tomorrow? That's not going to happen. But then I woke up this morning and I was still sore from yesterday. So I was like, going to be a long day. Going to be a long day, mate. And then, yeah, in the morning I just did a little bit of riding and got second in time practice. And first moto had a good start, finally. Just when I needed him and I was second throughout the whole moto and then managed to pass, pass Romain for the lead. And actually from then I was just a walk in the park. Just second moto, I got a good start again. I think I was in uh, fourth or fifth. In the second turn, me and Kolnov, we got together. And we both went down and we were we were that lost. So uh, that was a shame because I definitely could have gone one one. And then I, I, I went so far I was that last and I got back to fifth and it was like twenty seconds I think I think behind the leaders. But just like I had so much pain and I, I, I couldn't hold on to my handlebar almost anymore and I yeah, just couldn't hold on. I didn't want to crash crash and uh, I think someone's won a championship. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And then um, yeah, I think uh, I just managed to ride out safe and we, we closed the lead back to 42. Um, I know it's still a long championship, but I prefer to be 42 points behind than 100 by now. So first moto, obviously that was quite, uh, that was, if you could wish for a moto, that was how you'd want it to go. Yeah. Was there pain or was there pain that you could deal with? Were you actually riding around going, all right, this is, this is insane. Like, or once you got into race mode, adrenaline, all of that, were you kind of just going through the motions? Um, at one point, yeah, definitely it hurts, but it, with the adrenaline, it's less, you know? But then I, on the last few laps, I was riding alone. I was like, oh, damn it, it hurts. And I was like, I look at the clock constantly. And then I see two minutes, 40. And I was like, OK, I'm really going to slow down this lap. I save a lap. And then, uh, yeah, I was just really counting down the time. And 
yeah, it definitely hurt it. And between motos, like I couldn't lift, I, I can't lift my arm up right now either, but um, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna pull this off. And then I did a cycling lap. I was like, all right, let's bite our teeth for one more moto. And then we got seven days to recover. And yeah, we managed uh, yeah, to do that. Obviously I put myself in a bad position after the second turn, but I think if I could sign for this result and being 42 points down at this stage, last week I would have closed my eyes and just signed, signed blind. I know you said after Ross on Sunday night that like sitting on the couch your shoulder didn't hurt, it was just dividing that's a problem. Yeah. So stood here now, are you in pain or does it feel quite okay? Nah, I'm not in pain right now, but don't ask me to do a push-up, <laughs> mate. I'm, uh, yeah, when, I, when I'm racing and I get that impact, that, that really hurts. But uh, even though if I don't get a big impact like a crash on there or like another guy jumping on my back, I'm pretty solid, you know, and then also the healing process, I'm not helping it right now, but it will keep, keep going, so... Uh, yeah. Uh, two more quick things. Obviously, Latvia's next weekend. You'd yeah. like a weekend off, but yeah. we're going racing. Yeah. Um, I would presume that you're not going to ride at all this week, but then is it a good thing to maybe do one day and keep the shoulder warm? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but by the time you'll be racing, it's cold again. <laughs> so, now nah, I, I, I hope to maybe do a session on Friday to check if it improved a bit because it's not so nice to run with so many painkillers. Like, I was on the line, I was like, oh. <laughs> so, um, but I, I had to do it, so I think definitely on Latvia I still need, need to use some painkillers and to, to get me through the day. But after that we go normally four weeks off and then I can really heal up for two more weeks and maybe start prepping myself for the second part of the season, you know. it's We only had six, six rounds in, but there's only 12 remaining, so um, yeah, we should not lose too much points. Uh, are you happy now? Obviously, like you say, it's hard because you would have signed on for this result, yeah. but then a 1-1 could have happened. Like, it's a real difficult thing to manage, I guess, like with your emotions. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's uh, it's a pity, but I think uh, sometimes you should be happy with what you get. And uh, one week ago, I was sitting down, locked down the hill, almost tears in my eyes watching the race. Like, damn, another championship is gone, and uh, and and now we're a little bit back in the hunt. You know, I mean, we're far off, 40 points, 42 points, but you know, with so many races left, there's a lot of things possible. Okay, uh, Paul Jonas, MXGP of Belgium, uh, podium. Not surprised. You've had podium speed. I feel like every round almost this year finally got good starts and hey good things happen when you're at the front yeah for sure uh you know last week i told you that we're gonna change some things and uh it worked out in the start and it's so much easier when you're up front already in the first laps from the start so uh, uh first motor i wasn't riding that well for myself uh had some issues not with myself just struggle with the rhythm and everything uh but second motor i felt so good to lead some laps and uh you know the team told me that even until one point I was leading the overall, so which is pretty cool and uh, it's been a long long time uh, since I was on the podium so uh, yeah I just need to give a big shout out to uh, all standing uh, gas gas team they uh, they have done really amazing job and uh, they believed in me like I have said you also before the atmosphere in the team is amazing and you know they are there in the good and the bad so uh, I've been enjoying the process and uh, just looking forward to my home GP now Look, you haven't uh, led laps in a long time. So being up front in our second moto, did you almost feel like a rookie again? Where you were like a bit nervous, not sure what to do, or did it come easy to you? Because obviously you've done it a lot before. Actually, uh, second moto when I led, I felt good. You know, I got my, my rhythm and everything. So it felt all right. More, I was more surprised and more nervous when I got the good start in the first moto. I took a start and I was like, hey, what do I have to do now? Uh, but yeah, like... Like I said, I think this is again just a good confidence boost and uh, I, I, I'm I, not sure if I've led really the laps in the GP. I think this should could be my uh, 
first lap slip. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the first since your MX2 days. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah, because I led the quali race in Latvia. Yeah. But I think in the race, this is the first uh, lap lead. So it's a good thing to put in your uh, statistics, you know, led laps in Lommel. <laughs> um, speaking of Lommel, uh, what did you think of the track changes? I feel the first turn, well, you didn't race here last year. Yeah. But the first turn was safer. I'm sure you saw the unsafe first turn last year. Yeah. But it was a bit one-lined, I thought, the new section. Like, the new section being this half by the start. Uh, yeah, yes and no. Like, the start was safer and it was nicer, for sure. And, you know, the first few corners, like I said, it was one line. But in the end, we just switched and went really outside and cut the corners because the inside got so rough and so deep. Like, overall, the track was really soft. Like... The jumps are quite big, and then when you land on a flat there, had to even like the 450 to shift down like on a straight because it was so deep and it sucks you in. And uh, like yeah, I've been here training so many times in the winter time, and the track is never like this, you know. And the bumps are completely different, and uh, the lines are completely different. But it was tough, but still I think it's nice, you know, when there's just the MX2 and MXGP classes that uh, the bumps are more like for us for our speed yeah. they're not so short they're more uh, round and we can just carry more speed so overall it was uh, it was it was pretty good i enjoyed the track uh, what can you tell us about your bike obviously standing is a full factory team now but in the past they've done their own engines and really well so do you have a full factory engine or how does that work uh no the engine uh, the whim is the the magic man he's really good i hear yeah he's he's, he's doing amazing job like uh Everything what I ask for, he always tries to help and uh, just make everything uh, what I like. And he's doing an amazing job with the engines. And uh, actually, I'm really happy with the bike and how everything's reacting. And uh, last thing, this has to do a lot for you going forward. Like, uh, good momentum, you've led laps now, you've been at the front, you've had good starts. Like, this must feel like a fresh start in a way. Like, now you can move forward and do this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said also before, it's a good confidence boost going to my home GP and uh, I'll try to put it on the box over there also but it's just nice to be up front again and uh, you know for me I think I told you already last week that I was sick after Majora a little bit so I was not sure if I, it will be easy here but it was good you know I felt good and uh, I was looking forward to the little break after the GP of Latvia that I can just put again like a good work in to be fit and ready for uh, for the next end of the season. Okay, uh, Jorge Prado MXGP of Belgium a solid day, I think. Nothing really to complain about, uh, nothing bad. Obviously, I'm sure you wanted more, but like, just a solid day in the sand, I guess. Yeah, we, we always want more, you know? <clears throat> Not being in the box, it's a pity. I think my riding was all right all day. Uh, I felt good with the bike. I felt way better physically this weekend, so I'm, I'm happy because we are progressing. Uh, it was a very rough track. Uh, yeah, it was very rough already from from practice this morning which which is a bit weird you know you you enter into a track where it's just like a not like I don't know like a second motor track like it's so rough and uh and yeah we, I just didn't ride so much to to save a bit of energy and like the most of the riders did and uh but yeah it was a, a very good day I, I'm happy a small mistake first mod in the first lap and I, I crash and then I came I don't know around from 15 back to 6 which was okay for me I'm not really used to do that and I was getting positions at the end of the model I was even getting closer to the 5th and 4th so you know I I could feel that physically I was getting better and then uh, yeah second model I had an okay start 
and uh, riders made mistakes. I, I got into second. The first one was a little bit far. I I made also a couple of mistakes. Uh, Ferrer passed me, and and then um, and then we came close to Jonas. Uh, like I think like four laps to go. I was just on his rear wheel. I thought I could make the pass, and and again small mistakes. Uh, lost a little bit the rhythm and finished third, which was which was okay. I was in a winning position in the second moto, so it was a pity I couldn't make it happen, but. But it was all right, you know. Um, yeah, for example, in the last sand race in Oz, I, I missed pretty much. Like the, in the second moto, I was like 20 minutes to the end, I was already done. And, and uh, here, five minutes to the end, I could still, you know, push and, and make, it, uh, make it closer to, to the guys up front. So I'm quite happy about that. And we are making big progression. It wasn't a track that really suits me. Uh, just because it was so, so rough. It wasn't just like flowing in the sand. It was just so physical and just you know pulling the bike everywhere we couldn't even jump because it was so deep so yeah it was all right i know uh, last week you said you were messing around with the race bike quite a lot to get it perfect on race day yeah uh with this track being so rough how good was your setup today was it quite far off or i think uh, it didn't matter today it was just so rough i think you i can put the bike however i want and it, i wouldn't even feel anything but, uh, but I feel good on it, so that's, uh, that's important. Of course, we always can improve, everything can be better, but we are already in the right way, and, uh, and, and I like it to feel like that. Uh, in time practice this morning, you did less laps than anyone else, yeah. and then that reminded me that in Lockett, you did the same thing. Yeah. So is that a bit of a strategy with your, obviously, uh, getting back to 100% healthy, is that a bit of a strategy you're playing at the moment? I mean, if the track would be a bit more flat, I would, <laughs> I would ride way more, but... If these guys just leave the track so rough, I'm also not stupid, you know. So yeah. I just ride whatever I need to ride, and I get out just to see how how it was at the end of the session and how it developed. I have a good feeling. I, uh, you know, I can learn tracks very quick, so I don't need to ride, you know, more than uh, three laps to know the track, so uh, or to make just a lap, so um, a fast lap. So yeah. Would you like to see more track work done after the EMX stuff? Then, like, would you rather them do more or? Uh, do you know any championship that you start racing with a rough track? No, Def, that's a definite so that's, no from uh, me. That's, so that's the answer. <laughs> it's not that I'm saying that, uh, oh, I don't want to ride rough tracks. That's not the reason. We are coming to Lomo. Yeah. Uh, after 45 minutes of practice, 250 practice, after 45 minutes of MXGP practice, I mean, uh, our first motor will be rough. Yeah. Our second motor will be very rough. But today was just not normal. It was just... You know, people was crashing everywhere. Like a beach race. So what they want? They want to film and and uh, and see everyone crashing. Uh, what's that? Fun? It's not funny, yeah. you know. And uh, okay, I for riding was was still all right. But when you look from the outside, it wasn't beautiful. Yeah. It wasn't a. Yeah, your Instagram edit might not look so good this week. Sorry. <laughs> your Instagram edit might not look as good this week. No, I probably <laughs> full of rust. You know, uh, not so clean as last week. But we will, we will work on, on getting. Instagram edits where I'm clean. <laughs> no, but yeah, for sure, a little bit more track prep will be better, or at least more fun. You know, we do this because it's fun. Ah, today was just physical. That's what I say. I guess you just want to like you're starting a new round of the World Championship. You want to start on a new track. Like that's kind of how it. You go yeah, to the I'm, AMA riders go to Washugo and they turn up and they start on a new track and they go from there. Yeah, but you know, I understand. Um, that they want to keep it just a little bit rough yeah. i understand yeah. okay then just flat you know just a little bit over just 
So at least the first laps uh, or in the first session of MX2, it's kind of flat, you know, but like we don't need it like a highway. We don't need it like um, like uh, the Europeans yeah. uh, in the morning. Not that kind of flat, just yes, yeah, not that bumpy. I mean, the first sector, uh, I think they didn't touch it. Like the first or second sector, I think they didn't even touch it from, from Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy because then it gets so dangerous. You know, the bumps get so deep that you get walls on the insides. And that's why so many people crash. Um, yeah, I would just need a better... And then it gets only one line. Yeah. We all go in the same line. Because yeah, it was very one line to this new bit. Yes. And I think the design uh, was nice. I really liked it this year. Uh, not that fast as o- other yeah. years. I think the, the dirt was okay. Even with the rain, was nice. Yes, the bumps, you know, we had... But it was from everyone the same. Yeah. I don't complain about that. I just... I just say that, in my point of view, it should be more flat. In the beginning of the day, it will get bumpy. I mean, it's sand. <laughs> uh, last thing, uh, obviously getting through Latvia, that's next weekend. And then I guess a three-week, four-week break uh, is going to be big for you because you can use that to come out swinging in Turkey. Oh, yeah. We are getting uh, you know, back to Italy, back to the base. So uh, we'll be good. Uh, I mean, yeah, we are getting back to the summer because here in Belgium it's not really you know summer so uh, we'll be good to to get there and, and ride at the our track uh, putting the hours uh, getting healthy I have those weeks to get even more healthy than I am right now um, still progressing get also some rest as it's important after this these races and then you know we will have also soon after two key couple of uh, GPs I think what like seven GPs in a row so we need to be also ready for that, and I think uh, it will help me to get back um, also my fitness um, and just keep improving. It will be good. Okay, uh, Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of uh, Belgium. Solid day, I'd say. Uh, maybe you wanted a bit more, but then it wasn't bad by any means. It was just a solid, okay day in the sand, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, the results actually could have been better without more effort actually I mean so first mode I finished fifth and I could have been third uh, just by not having the small mistakes and troubles I had because uh, I took risk and went for tear-offs because this was blue sky and we made like uh, yeah me and my mechanic what do we go for yeah tear-offs okay and then it started to rain heavy So then what happens is that water goes behind, even though we use those glue tear-offs, you can't really avoid that. So I had to get rid of all the tear-offs and just had to ride with a clear lens. And then I couldn't really attack poles because the moment he roosts me, I'm, I'm done. You know, I need to clean it. And in Lommel, this is not really going well because the sand is like shitty. Yeah, I ended up making a small mistake where Tony got me and got fifth. But as I said, it could have been a third. Yeah. So actually, I my speed, my start, my my fitness, everything was there for having, for being in Lommel, you know. But that's how it is. Second moto, another good start. But then Ivo Monticelli came out of nowhere, completely from the right and carted everybody off. I mean, he had a great start, so he he can do that. But I was just, I had to, all out of a sudden, just to take my handbrake and basically let him go otherwise I would just hit his rear wheel and go down it's a little sendy on the first laps just a little sendy yeah this was he came out of nowhere like literally so and this messed up my good start because I really had to put the anchor and I was in about sixth I guess then I saw lots of 
things happening. This guy went off track, this guy crashed, this, uh, lots of things. And I just tried to do my rhythm and lap after lap. And I felt good and was with the guys, you know, and then made a mistake myself, you know. I mean, that happens. I can't really blame anyone. It's just rough Lommel. I mean, it's it's hard not to do a mistake. And I did also one. Then ended up in the pack and um, fighting through to P8 again stayed behind Tony tried to pass him couldn't get him finished 8 that, that's the story you know but for the same effort I would have finished uh, okay let's let's say not winning because yeah they have a bit more some guys here in Lommel which which is okay because I'm a small guy you know I'm not coming from the sand it's not my favorite place it's when it rains like that it's even harder I think to to ride it being small because the bumps get really big and wet and you need a lot of strength and it's not really physical anymore like other tracks so yeah it could have been let's say a fourth or something which would be third fourth fifth overall now I ended seventh overall I took solid points and it's behind me I I tried to forget about Lommel <laughs> even though I live here and I will have it tomorrow morning in my head but uh, I will look forward for Latvia it's a place I have many nice memories so that's how was um how was your fitness today after your uh, pre-season pro- can I say what your pre-season problem was now because you said it in a, it was a secret and then you dropped it in the room where I wasn't which was just a real dick move to be honest um, <laughs> so you had COVID before the season like uh, end of May obviously you reco- like people recover from that that happens um, but sometimes it can take a while to get your fitness back and stuff uh, obviously you're good locket good at OS but then Lommel's a completely different test so did you feel like normal today um, starting in the beginning, I mean, yeah, nobody really knew because I don't want to put these kind of things on a big, uh, on a big picture because it doesn't make sense. That's why I kept it quiet. I mean, my closer environment, and you were one of them. Eh? I mean, I hey, feel very special. You and I kept the secret. I did keep the secret. Yeah, you are a press guy. Uh, I can trust. That's uh, not too bad. No. And then, yeah, I, I took the opportunity. You were not in the press room, so I said, now I'm gonna tell everybody. No. There was no press in there, so I could basically say... It was like uh, keeping a secret. <laughs> I could say what I wanted. I think nobody would care, to be honest, in that press room in Locket. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel good. My fitness was good. I mean, also second moto last lap. I think I've done the fastest lap of anybody. I'm pretty sure if you... I'll have to, I'll have to check in that, but I'll take your word for it. Because I tried to get Tony again and... Yeah, what can I say? I think I'm back on track. I mean, Lockett showed it. I mean, okay, it's not that physically there as it is here, but still, if you want to be on the MXGP podium, you need to, you can't be weak, you know? And I think I'm I'm getting back. It, it's, yeah, I recovered from COVID uh, quick, actually, but then some kind of things came back for quite a while. I was tired. I didn't feel the way I should feel. But now it's coming back slowly and uh, we are making good progress. And I think we are still stepping it up every week you know uh, what did you think of the track changes on this half of the track a uh, nice start nice round open first turn but the rest of it i just thought it was a bit um a bit mickey mouse like one line follow the leader and then until you got into that long sweeper and then it opened up again i 100 percent agree like they they made the start a lot better i think that's how our start starts should be because what they did last year was quite tricky because our start device wouldn't unlock then we hit uh, the first corner with I don't know 200 k's an hour <laughs> and now this was really good done but the rest of the first sector was just uh, 
not good. I mean, as you said, Mickey Mouse small, one line, uh, felt like so narrow on a 450. We could barely, you know, attack. But I mean, it's for all the same. What can we do? It's still Lommel. It's still uh, more than enough passing opportunities. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, two more quick things. One, are we still doing the normal Jeremy thing where you don't look at the points or anything like that? Is that happening again this year or have you changed? Oh, it's happening. I really... Well, you're 17 for the moment. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't care. I mean, like... What? I'm seventh? No, I said 17. If you missed the joke, now I look like an idiot on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, no, I'm 17. What I wasn't actually going to tell you. That's a real. That's, that would be a dick move from me. Yes, fuck, I would never do an interview again with you if you would tell me that now. No, I really don't look at it. But, I mean, as every season, you know, especially in the beginning till mid and mid season, whatever, you, there are, you have other problems than looking at the points. I mean, it's so much racing left, so much can happen. I mean, okay, it doesn't look as I wish it would look. I know that by my results, but I stay uh, um, happy. I try to take week by week, race by race, try to be on the box, uh, put my best performance together. That's all I can do. And then sooner or later, if you do well anyways, the points will come in place. And it's hard to... I mean, like last year, the last few races, I basically knew what was going on because you can't avoid it anymore. Everybody asks you yeah. questions. But till now, no, I really... Less than ever, I'm, or more than ever, I'm not giving a shit. So, <laughs> and uh, last thing, and most importantly, uh, you had uh, Ben had custom gear at his home GP. Glenn had custom gear at his home GP. You don't have a home GP, so Finland was going to be it. But now Finland's cancelled, and I feel like this is not good news for you because you don't want to do it Turkey, which like, I don't know what you do. I, you, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, I'm screwed. I mean, fuck. I don't know an answer on that question. Because Riola wouldn't be very good either. Like, who goes to Riola? I don't. Does anyone like? You don't want to do it there. Yeah. What can I say? This is just. Uh, I need to talk to Giuseppe. He needs to do a GP somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just for my special gear because I think it's a. Uh, it's. Uh, it's worth it for the gear I made because. Yeah, and you're worth it, aren't you? Like. <laughs> You've done 134 GPs in a row. You're worth it. Look at think of the entry fees you paid. Yeah, fuck. This is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of money. What is it? The GP thousand euro? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Fuck. Wow. If it is, then Jesus. Wow. Wow. That's some stats. No. I mean, we will find a solution. You know, the deal is to to race uh, some special gear uh, together with my friend uh, Hunter, which is racing in USA at the same weekend when he races it on a Saturday me on a Sunday okay it will not be on a home GP but we need to figure something out I mean I don't know do they have a race next weekend no they don't yeah they're, they're back next weekend and then five weeks in a row which I guess would mean Turkey is your only option yeah Turkey is your only option so see you in Turkey yeah but in Turkey who nobody cares in Turkey oh I'll care yeah you will care and some <laughs> behind the TV wheel but you know I mean Latvia might be a good option but I don't know if they're ready and they need to speed some things up then if I want to race them. oh no no actually yeah I thought we were I thought we were in Latvia we're not so uh, two weeks. yeah they're back in two weeks they're off this weekend and they're off next weekend so sorry about that that's it I think I could I just kill myself tonight <laughs> that's, wow <laughs> that's, I mean that's what can I say because the moment we go back racing Ah no, Turkey is the only Turkey is the only option because after that their season is done. Nations, but then you, uh, uh, 
Like, that's a bit weird. Actually, uh, yeah, that's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. That's weird. Uh, no. Because everyone's got special stuff. Like. Yes, that's shit. That's not going to happen. So I see it coming. Hunter's going to race it, and I won't, and I will race it uh, after him. So the secret will be out how the gear is looking, but what can we do? Because anything else than race, racing it in Turkey, I think. <laughs> or I kill myself. That's the two options we have. Well, we look forward to seeing what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will see. <laughs> One way we'll find out. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> hey, uh, ben Watson, MXGP of Belgium. In a way, kind of similar to Lockett. I feel like riding was good. The results weren't as good as they could have been. But if you like boil it down to the riding, there was quite a few little positives to take from the day. Yeah, exactly. Um, first race, I had a decent start. And then, again, I was following with the front guys. It was Cairoli in front of me, and I was sat there, no problem. And then, I think it was, again, like five, six laps into the race. And uh, it just started raining heavy. And I just had literally 21 laminates on. And the water got behind the front ones, and that was it. I was just looking through a, like, trying to ride, looking through a fish tank kind of thing. And So, anyway, I pointed to the mechanics and um, yeah next lap I stopped for some new goggles so already when you stop for goggles you you know it's not ideal you're losing a lot of time and stuff so anyway I we did it pretty good actually my mechanic was ready and he was there and yeah we didn't lose a lot of time but anyway stopped for new goggles and then I lost a good uh, five six people I think from when I was behind Cairoli so it did do me over a little bit but anyway got back on track and with new goggles I felt really good again I was putting in some solid times and yeah I got straight back onto to the back of Glen and yeah it was two two lap board and uh, I just came out of one corner just accelerated like normal tried to pull it up over a bump and and because of the rain like my gloves and everything was so wet and I just completely lost both my hands and had a big over the bars so I was quite lucky to be alright, I tweaked my shoulder up a little bit, but then, yeah, I smashed the airbox off and did some, so the last lap was just like survival mode, but anyway, I still ended up 12th somehow after a big crash and stopping for goggles, so, yeah, it could have been a lot worse, but it was not too bad. I'll tell you what, uh, you say your speed was good after you stopped for goggles, would you like to know how good? Uh, uh, two laps in a row, you were third fastest on track, uh, Fevra hurling you. So like the second after you stopped goggles, I was like, oh here we go, like here's the behind Karoli speed again. But it's similar, like same thing. That's and like okay, if all of that weird shit hadn't happened, like it yeah. would have been a good day, like results-wise. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I rode a lot better than my results, and it was quite a strange long for me. Like they took away all the technical sections before there was a massive roller section and a few places which really separated everyone. And uh, this time they just did the typical long like big sends onto just flat. And uh, yeah, it was it was strange. But anyway, second race was yeah, I completely missed the gate. I missed the drop like I was asleep literally. And then I just let everyone go and tried to cut behind. And I came out like mid pack. It wasn't a complete disaster. And then anyway, just put some solid laps in. Just kept riding, doing my thing. And uh, yeah, I went straight away with roll offs this time. So it was yeah, I knew I wasn't going to have any troubles with goggles. And then. In the end, I was nine, so yeah, I was with all the guys again, and it's just frustrating when you know if you feel like you started in front of them, then you would have finished in front, and it could be like a five, six place. So in that way, it is annoying. Like the results, okay, I'm ninth overall, it's solid, good points again for the day, but yeah, I want more, and I know I can do more, and just 
feeling good, but yeah, I just want better results now. After your uh, experience the last two weeks, how was it following Crowley in the first moto? Like, did it feel more normal now that you've done it with Crowley and also guys are proud of? Yeah, definitely. It's coming normal. I mean, it's, ha it's happened every time now for the last few weekends. Uh, it's definitely, you know, settling in and becoming normal that that's where I should be. So now, you know, like after this one, if, if this was the first, second round and I'm ninth overall, I'd have just been saying, yeah, now I'm buzzing and you know, now I'm just getting more into it. The rounds are getting ticked off and yeah, ninth overall, it's, I'm better than this actually. Um, yeah, I agree. No, uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think of the track changes? The first turn was better, like it was a nice first turn open and everything, but that whole section basically from the finish to pit lane, I thought was a bit Mickey Mouse, like one-lined, follow the leader, like, I don't know, it wasn't really normal Lommel where you can go anywhere and do what you want. Yeah, no, the only positive from that whole section was the the start. The start was a lot safer when you, you know, everyone's doing a, a proper left turn instead of just a big sweep in left to a straight. Um, I think that the reason they did that was just to try and make the track a bit longer because, yeah, we had like two minutes, 20, I think, at, at points in the races so in a deep sand race like that 35 minutes obviously a long lap time helps and um, yeah otherwise I've thought the same a little bit Mickey Mouse it was very tight one line was difficult to pass and yeah same for everybody so I mean it's one of the things but I think they should have kind of probably left the layout but just added more technical sections instead of just like singles and, and like tabletops this is the yeah the kind of vibe they went for this year instead of you know a real last year like the long roller section was was amazing it was really dividing you know a real sand rider to someone who maybe isn't as naturally talented in the sand so my favorite section of the previous years is gone unfortunately but yeah no no it's good how, uh, how was it doing your first proper sand 450 GP? Like, did it feel just like racing an MX2 last year? Or is it quite different racing a 450 in the sand versus just riding it? Yeah, the only difference for me, um, when I'm going good, like I feel normal. You know, it feels like I'm, I'm in a 250 race and everything's flowing. But I feel like when you start having a few bad laps and it affects you a little bit more, it's harder to kind of control that bike and put it where you want to go if you're not really in the rhythm you need to be a lot stronger actually and uh, yeah second race that's what I tried to do just do nothing crazy but just put consistent laps in and put a you know a solid race together and yeah it was dependent on the start I could have still you know gone through that race like consistent but if I was in front of the guys from the beginning then I would have stayed there so yeah I was bummed to get a good start in the first one and then the the rain you know made me stop for goggles but Anyway, it's like that. It was raining for everyone, so... Uh, last thing. I feel like you're okay with how things are going at the moment. I wouldn't say happy. I feel like you're like, you'll take it. What would make you happy? Like, you've been in a top five, but then saying top five every week is probably a big ask. So what, top six, top seven? Like, or at least being in the fight for a top five every week? Honestly, I'm not even concentrating on the results. It's just, you know, like I've started a few times now with, with Caroli and Geyser and them guys and... And I've run the pace and showed it, but I'm not there on the, the end result. Um, so I just need to, to iron my results out, my races out. And, you know, when I get a good start, like a 5-6, and I'm with Kyrieli, guys, uh, these kind of riders, I want to stay there. I want to finish with them and show that I'm one of them, you know. That's what's going to make me, yeah, when I come off and I'm, I'm buzzing, you know. Hey, uh, Calvin Vlander in MXGP of Belgium. Uh, another positive day. 
another day where you prove that you've got a pace to be pushing the top five. Uh, I'd imagine you're really happy, or at least a bit happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely happy. I mean, if I look back, uh, it's a solid day. Um, 10 10. It's not really where I want to be. Like, I'm, I'm happy. Like, the goal is always to be inside the top 10, but like now I feel like I'm. I have the speed for maybe get top seven, top six, maybe battle with the guys, um, which I showed today I can. I just couldn't hold it for the whole moto. I struggled in the first race with, um, I had a really good flow actually. I struggled, as soon as the rain came down, my gloves got so wet yeah. and I could just, I had no control on the, of the, on the grip. So I kind of like, I was so scared to crash because of this. So I just went backwards. Um, I wasn't tired at all. And then second moto, I got a bit tired, and then I was I was behind Tony trying to make a trying to make a pass um, because I, I could see he was making mistakes and things like that, and I felt good. And then all of a sudden, uh, he he went wide, I went wide to pass him, and then he cut me off, and then Jeffrey got both of us, and then my rhythm like uh, was over. So uh, overall, it's okay day. I'm quite happy. Uh, Starts have gotten better as well, I think. Like. Today maybe wasn't a great test of it because it favoured the inside so much. But I feel like they're not terrible anymore. They're just maybe okay to kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I want is okay starts. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with an okay start. Like, if I'm inside the top 10, I'm, I'm pretty happy. You know, it's, it's um, the first race, I bogged a little bit off the line. So I didn't get such a good jump. And in the second race, I felt like it was a little bit better. Um, but still not like whole shot quality you know but uh, I mean it is we, we still trying to improve and now we have a little bit of a break after last year so I've told the team like you know let's work on something start working on something now so that you know when we have the break we can improve do you feel like you're getting like the respect that you deserve for what you're doing like your speed's really good I'd say almost every GP this year your speed has been better than your results show even today um, you're battling with factory riders this isn't a factory team but because this team's been around a while, I feel like people just look at it and go, yeah, that's a nice place for Calvin to be. But the reality is, you're battling with factory riders and you know the difference between factory and satellite. No, for sure I know the difference. Um, and it's, uh, I, mean, I mean, I hope people realize, I realize it and can see that because I am, I think I was the, the best privateer bike out there today. And most weekends, that's my goal, is to be the best privateer bike. I mean, we're not far off the factory, um, factory speed let's say so I mean to be battling up with the, the factory guys that's exactly where I want to be um, but now I feel like I'm I belong there and I feel like I can pass them and, and battle with them a little bit more than what I did in the past you know in the past it was kind of like they were faster than me so I was a little bit I was always a step behind and now I feel like I'm I'm I'm, I'm stepping a little bit closer to their speed and and where I should where I believe I should be well, this is an important year for confidence as well, I guess, because obviously last year with the ACL and everything else, I guess it was hard to kind of build any confidence momentum. So I guess in a way, this is kind of your rookie year in a sense of like finding out where you fit in healthy, where you belong. Like now you've kind of learned that top 10 should be expected and really you should be pushing the top five, if not in there. Exactly. And I'm, I'm happy with the top 10, but now they, they're kind of getting, I'm, I mean, I'm, it's consistent top 10 results, which is good, but I'm, I want more, you know, I want, I want it want to get up and, and battle like second mode I was I really wanted to pass Tony just because to, I haven't passed him before and I want to pass him just to just show him like hey Calvin is here you know when when he's when when he's in front of you you know it's going to be tough to pass yeah. him kind of thing so it's it's just gaining the respect from the other riders I guess and and for myself to know that I'm 
I can also battle up front with these guys. It's, it's a nice feeling for sure. I'm building up confidence each week, clicking off the results and uh, getting bike time is, is really nice. You said that you wanted, you told the team that you wanted to get working now so that you can work on stuff in the break. Uh, what would that be? Is that is that all start related or are you looking at something else? Um, basically all like I chatted to you before about the ECUs, yeah. we just need to... Need so no progress on that since OS? No, because it, we haven't had time really. Like I hate going into a GP testing. You know, I need to know what my bike is before going to the GP. So I said to the team, you know, in OS we change in practice. And since then we haven't changed back or, or tried something new because we just haven't had time. Because in, yeah, in free practice, you don't want to be changing things uh, for the race, you know. So, I mean, that's that's how it is. Uh, last thing, I meant to text you this. I meant to ask you it at OS. I keep forgetting and as soon as it's on my mind, I'm just going to ask it. Uh, someone, another rider actually told me that HRC offered you the fill-in deal and you turned it down. I can believe that, but is it true? Um, there was no like offer on the table, yeah. but I just, I got a, um, Giacomo came to me in Russia and, and said to me like, hey Calvin, how, how are you with your contract? Um, are you like tied down? I mean, he can obviously assume that I am. Yeah. I mean, so yes. It, I mean, I hope you've got a contract. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I am loyal to, to Yamaha and to the team. Yeah. So I'm not going to go and, and uh, go to, to HRC. Of course, of course, one way I would love to, to, to ride that bike. Um, also, I know the people there and, and it's good people and it would be great to, to be there. But on the other hand, um, yeah, I'm loyal to the team and to Yamaha and I would never do that to them. Like burn a bridge like that, yeah. I'd say. And it would kind of be counterproductive because, okay, you could go there, spend five races struggling to get used to the bike. Everyone kind of forgets about your good results here. Whereas now you've put in so much work with this team to get the bike, like even from last year, the suspension and stuff. Yeah. Like you've put in so much work with this team to get it to this point. It would almost be like you deserve to see it through to where you get in, you get the bike in the top five. No, of course. And, I, and these guys work really hard. And I would never um, do something like that. We'd just leave them and, and go, you know, that's... I, that's that's something I would never do in my career. You know, I've, I signed a, an agreement to stay here for the whole season, and that's what I'm going to do. I give my best every race, and um, yeah, I mean, yeah. getting a good result is also for them. You know, they also put the hard work in, and they also like to see good results come. So, it's uh, it's motivating to see them work hard, and then you know, it, that's that. I mean, when 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 I get a good result, I'm happy because they're also happy. Uh, well, this also makes me think then on the same topic, uh, your contract, you're in contract, but your contract is expiring end of the year. Yeah. Uh, have there been any talks with anyone about that? Obviously, it's early season wise, but year wise, like it should be happening right now. So yeah. are things moving or? I mean, moving. I've been approached from a, two teams already. Good team? Like no, approaches that you're like, man, go away or like you're like, oh, nice of you um, to come and talk to me. I mean, you can always talk and, and see what they're offering and... and find out how they, they are and meet them and things like that so you were telling me as soon as I stopped pressing record by the <laughs> way but continue I mean it's it's not a yeah obviously my number one is to be on a factory team yeah. that's it so that's all I'm going to say okay uh, Dirk Grubel MXGP of Belgium uh, 1-5 for Jeffrey which at a normal GP would be an okay day like okay that's acceptable but we had another one of his um, special races where he wasn't meant to race Everyone thought it was a bad idea. You even on the studio show last week told everyone that he probably wouldn't be here because that's not a good idea. Uh, I guess it was a good idea, but then maybe it still wasn't. I don't like. Are you happy that he's done this now? Or you, I don't. I don't. I don't even know like where to even go with this. 
Well, when I was in the studio show, I, I could not believe it's going to happen, to be honest. We, like you said, we're going to get another scan end of this week. And he got the scan and obviously was good. He could tolerate the pain also during riding, as I cannot judge, you know. Uh, he went riding yesterday a little bit to just to give it a tryout and it worked quite well, according to him. And uh, yeah, he got it a go this morning. And uh, yeah, first race, unbelievable. Like so many times before, uh, I think he turned the head of many people again. Winning that race, like riding control, no, no trouble there. And uh, yeah, we've been super pumped after that result. And of course, then you go in, in the second race with high expectation. And uh, yeah, mostly there it goes wrong. Okay, it didn't go wrong like we had it before. But he had to really come from the nearly dead last and come through the field and finishing five. This is more you can imagine. I mean, he didn't ride for two weeks now and uh, it's a matter of strength. For sure, the, the whole strength is not back. There's, there's a pain level there, what he was dealing with again, of course, and uh, we all can't judge it. But from outside, it just looked fantastic. And myself, I'm more than happy what he achieved today on, uh, on a day we we not been planning to have him here. How, uh, how does it work with your job? Because obviously you want titles. That's why you are here. <laughs> you want titles. So it'd obviously be very easy for you to just say, yeah, Jeffrey, come and race. It's fine. You're, not, like, you're fine. It's fine. But then like, were you telling him maybe watch it on TV? It's like, we'll be fine. We'll just get them next year. Like, did you just leave it completely up to him? Like, how, do you, how do you play it with your role? Well, I can only give advice. At the end of the day, I'll stay home. <laughs> No, like, yeah, we did it many times before and it also went many times wrong. So I I wasn't pushing him at all to, to come here, uh, but the, the last call is the rider. Yeah. They need to judge how is the pain for them, how is the strength, can they ride, what do they expect. I mean, we're not coming here to ride for 18th place or something like that. Uh, then we better stay home. But as he showed again, he... He just surprises everybody and wins even one race. And second one he would have won without that crash. And still, like, one and five for second overall. Heads off. What, uh, he's 42 points down now, I guess, I think. He's around there anyway. So, happy with that. Like, that's a good day's work. Even if he'd managed to tie on points with Geyser today and not lose any more, like, just gaining something, that's, that's good. That's, like, kind of mission accomplished, I guess. Well, the number gets smaller, and that's that's all what we're here for. Uh, it could have gone way better, of course, but no, we should be happy. With, uh, it's still a long season. It, it's going to be a crazy season because, like you see now, uh, races are coming in, getting out, and nobody knows what to expect. And where are we going to ride? You have a sand track, you have a hard track. Nobody knows at the moment. Yes. And uh, yeah, we just take it week by week. And if you can count down every week more points, then we're on a good way. How, uh, how frustrated were you after us? Because I tried to interview you after us, and I think normally you hang around for quite a long time, like today. I think you might have left us quicker than ever before uh, any GP. Nah, it's, I mean, everybody was gutted, of course. It's, what can you say? It's, things came together. It's, it wasn't really his fault, but yeah, he suffered again from it. And, uh, what can you say? He played it safe the whole year, coming up, riding into his form and not starting crazy and stuff like this. And no, he was just doing well. And then something like that. And count you out of the championship race, of course, again. But no, now the, the hopes are high that we can come back and uh, hopefully we don't see us again. 
Jeffrey said that he's going to probably try and ride Friday before Latvia. He said he wants to do just one day this week. Uh, does that sound like a good plan for you? <laughs> well, we need to see how it is now to get to Latvia. We should not get there last minute because we, we have to follow the rules and so on. So. I, he likes last minute. How's that going to go? But uh, with the COVID rules, I think somebody rules us out. What is not in our hands and what we can't say, okay, close one eye or two and, and he's in the race. This is not Ustream or Infront who is deciding. This is uh, the government and we shouldn't play with them at the point. I would, I would suggest we ride Thursday and fly Friday. Uh, Tom is obviously back now. Uh, he looks fast, looks like he's capable of winning again. He's making more mistakes than ever before. I guess that just comes down to a lack of race time, bike fitness now, and just not being 100%. He's not not fit yet uh, to race in, on the old... Jeffrey's level. taking all of the attention away from him, but he's not fit either, no? No, no, but Tom was out longer now, and yeah, he's not a natural-born sand rider. So for Tom, it's more effort, um, and he's not fit yet out there. He showed good result first one, but second one, and then too many mistakes, like you say. You see also the tanks getting empty quick, and halfway through the race, it's getting sketchy, and, and you just survive out there, and yeah. He needs more time and he needs more practice and the strength need to come back. And uh, Rene is healthy, I'm guessing. He's a one. <laughs> Touch wood, no, no problems there. Uh, happy with how he's progressing? Well, Rene, he's from Austria. You need to know. Uh, uh, not so oh, much, we all know. Yeah, not so much sand down there. And I mean, of course, he moved up here to Belgium and he's doing a good job in the sand by now, but he's not happy with himself because he has good laps out there, but just to put it together for a whole moto, this is still what we, yeah. we're working on, but the progress is there. And uh, yeah, like you said, we, we can see it, but then also the strength goes away and the mistakes take over. And yeah, and the second race is always a survival for, for half of the field. Uh, two more quick things. Calendar, obviously we've got a big break in August. Latvia's going ahead. Turkey sounds like it's going ahead. And then after that, uh, no one really knows. I've heard Germany might be in trouble. Uh, Sardinia might be in trouble. Do you have any kind of idea of what we're doing after this four-week break? No. No, like like I said before, we need to take it week by week. I mean, Germany, obviously, that uh, famous Chopper race got called off. That's in close area to Teutschental. It's a different district, yeah. but still... Uh, they do what they want at the districts. If they have high numbers, they call it off. So it's not in our hands. And yeah, Sardinia didn't hear yet. I hopefully we have it. Turkey seems to be confirmed. Uh, after that, yeah, Spain, Portugal. This is all red. Yeah, Portugal sounds like it's in trouble. Uh, yeah, this is this is just a jeopardy. Like it's a chess game. We move this, that, here, there. Nobody knows what's going to happen. We have maybe triple headers, double headers, or I don't know. At one point, we run out of time. And uh, in all of that time, we need to have the nations. Sounds like that's actually happening. Uh, it sounds like it's been kind of confirmed now that it's not going to be for GP points. It's just going to be uh, nations, but in the middle of the season. So how do you feel about that as a team manager who really cares about the MXGP and a tiny bit about the nations? It's always a great race, don't get me wrong. But we never had it in the middle of the season. And this puts it in a whole new situation. Hard to deal with. Yeah. If I run for the title as a rider, I don't know if I would go there yeah. to take the risk. And uh, yeah, it's just a smart thing not to give out points there because like, I don't know how they would handle that. If you have a, a land like a country like Slovenia and Tim Geiser, four-time world champion, but then maybe they don't qualify because the other guys are too slow, what are we going to do then?
Well, Jeffrey would make back the points he lost in lockets, a tick. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's just, we're talking about fairness and stuff like this. It, it needs to be equal. It's not, it cannot be. Like, if a guy rides top 10 in GPs and then his country doesn't make it, uh, no, sorry, you're ruled out. This is, this is not, this is not uh, possible uh, for me. So it's a good decision they don't give out points with. Conrad Muse, MXGP of Belgium. Super positive day. Everything was really good. Sucks about the first moto, but it's still super positive because that first moto you were riding really well. And like, that sucks, but there's so much to take from today. Yeah, no, definitely. Obviously, today was today was a lot better than what the last few weeks have been. Um, yeah, we've just been able to just get some work done lately. Like, obviously, we. We've had the illness, we had the little injury with the crash, like we've got over that and, and we've put some work in. So overall I'm happy. Um, yeah, put the hard work in and you get the results and it's as simple as that really. Um, and that's what we've done lately. Um, everything's great. Yeah, we had a little electrical problem in the first moto, but like I said to the team, like it's, excuse my language, like they've put out of my shit for the last few weeks. So it's no issue, you know, like obviously we're a bit down in the championship points anyway. so. It wasn't a big deal. The main thing was I was riding good, I felt good, and I was confident. So, and the start was obviously awesome. So, yeah, overall that, that that's not uh, that's not a big issue. Um, second race, obviously we had a lot of rain here. Chat was gnarly, um, and yeah, we, it was after a little stop for goggles. Um, ran out of Teros. It's my my mistake really. I should have gone roll loss from the get go. But after a little stop, dropped a couple of places and uh, brought her home in sip. So. Overall, I felt good on the track. Like it was, it was a good weekend. I felt good. It was positive, and um, we're just moving forward every week now. Um, and that's where that's where we're at, really. I felt like obviously first moto you were only out there for a couple of laps, but I felt like you could have won that one. It looked like you had the measure of the guys ahead like quite nicely. It looked like you were biding your time. You knew where you were at. You knew where they were at, and you kind of had a good control over the situation. I'm guessing that's how it felt uh, on the bike. Yeah, no, definitely. Like the first one for me, I've never felt like that in a race before where I've gone with them from the beginning. I usually, if I get a good start, I usually take a few laps, lose a few places to get into it and then kind of go. But then I was there straight away. I knew where I was faster and I was planning where I was going to make the passes. Um, and yeah, all of a sudden the, the bike just cut out. But yeah, should have, would have, could have. I don't know where I would have finished, but I felt very good. That's for sure. And uh I believe that I had the pace with the front two. Um, and yeah, there started to become a gap behind me, so I was pretty comfortable in, uh, in third place. Um, so yeah, but it was a bit unfortunate, but we went again for the second one, had another great start, and um, yeah, brought it home in sixth. So like I said, a massive improvement this weekend um, for me mentally as well. And uh, yeah, we're going to take this in now, into the British now. Uh, you look super confident from the first lap of practice, all that stuff. Was that just a Lommel thing? Did you wake up this morning and think like, okay, this is going to be a good day? Like, what led to you kind of oozing confidence from the very get-go? Um, just the work I've been doing in the weeks. Like, the work I've been doing in the weeks, it, there's no reason why I shouldn't have confidence on the weekend. Like, especially the last couple of weeks, I've put in a lot of hard work. Uh, and if there was anywhere that was going to be a turning point for me, it was going to be here. Um, I love the sand, especially the deeper, the rougher it gets. Like... It's a bit of me. I'm very, very technical on the bike. I like to do things with the bumps and play with the track. So if it was going to be a turning point for me, it was going to be here and it, and it was. So I couldn't be happier for, for me and the team. Obviously, um, not doing Latvia next week. So you've got a long little while till your next GP. Bummed about that now? Because obviously it'd be nice to carry this forward, but you do have a British title to win. 
Yeah, like definitely. It's, um, obviously, I'm a bit disappointed that we can't go to Latvia, but obviously, we can't forget that we've got uh, that we've got a, a big title on the line. You know, like we've got a British Championship. I'm leading that. It's it's a big title. A lot a lot of sponsors putting a lot of money and a lot of English sponsors as well. So um, I'm looking forward to going back to the British and um, yeah, just put all the work I've been doing the last few weeks, putting that to show it a British Championship. And um, yeah, we go again. Obviously the the next GP is a bit unknown at the minute of when it's going to be, so we'll just have the waiting game. But it's a good time for me to keep continuing this hard work week after week, and um, and yeah, finish this season strong. Yeah, last thing, like you can, you can take this forward. Like today must be a bit of a fli uh, switch flicking in your head. Like I'm guessing like, you got up there in the first moment and you're like, oh fuck, like bloody hell, this is quite easy. Like this is actually exactly where I should be. I fit in really nicely up here. Yeah, do you know what I said to the. I said, like, the race is so much easier at the front. Like, there's no deniable about it. Like, obviously, the guys are fast and things like that, but you go with them, you know? You get a good start and you go with them. And, like, a few weeks ago when I was fighting for points, I was battling every single lap for the last lap. And I was thinking, like, this is unbelievable. Like, I couldn't believe it. So, yeah, like, the race is always easier at the front, you know? Obviously, the boys are faster, but there becomes gaps. And, and yeah, it was, it's more enjoyable, you know? Obviously, everyone puts a lot of hard work in, all the mechanics, all the team members. Um, Ever, all the sponsors they all put hard work in so to get results like this is kind of uh yeah it pays off makes it all worthwhile yeah, yeah rene hofer uh, mxgp of belgium not a great day a rough day but uh first mx2 gp in the sand so that's a bit of an adjustment obviously tracks a lot rougher and you're not really a sand man anyway so i guess just happy to put this one in the rear view and move forward yeah for sure they call it the toughest gp of the year it for sure was so yeah it was a tough day but anyway i'm I'm actually quite satisfied with my second moto. It was way better than the first one. Of course, the, the crash in the second moto, um, yeah, was a bit, it cost me a lot of places. So, but anyway, second moto was a step into the right direction and I just need to keep working on my, on my sand skills over the next few weeks, over the next few years um, to, to really get my sand riding sorted for, for my future. Um, because I know on hardpack I can, yeah, I can go with the top guys. So yeah, I'm just going week by week. I'm coming from a, from a pretty big injury and still the beginning of the year was a bit struggling raising the other guys. So no, but I feel more and more comfortable and I hope um, coming to the end of the season I can fight for podiums regularly. Did you, uh, did you change anything in between motos then to be so much better in the second one? Or was it just you kind of cleared your head and understood what you needed to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm... Like when I go to a sand track, I'm always getting better like to the end of yeah. the day. So, you know, I'm not a natural born sand rider. So I always, always need my time to, to get that feeling a little bit, let's say. But I'm getting there, you know, working with, with Joel and, and Didi. Um, yeah, living here half part. So that definitely helps. Um, and yeah, I will try and keep getting better in the sand for sure. I'm guessing this is the roughest track you've ever ridden as well because even like Prado said this is the roughest Lommel he's ever seen. Yeah it was really rough. <laughs> Too rough. Rain, the rain didn't help huh? I think between motors so yeah it was rough I have to say and also when you're when you're like in the middle of the pack yeah. and you go the first few laps and the guys are like crossing lines and then it gets even worse. Huh? If you can ride your own your own ridden then it's quite okay but oh, as soon as you really have to fight and push then it, it gets heavy. I'm guessing you're happy with your start of the season as a whole though because like okay maybe the results aren't exactly what you wanted but each round I feel like there's been these little flashes of like 
oh, you, like, you've got podium speed. You, like, it's clear you can do it. Just the results now need to come. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I have good motors. I have bad motors. Um, for me, the most important thing is to really get into a good uh, race position after first first two laps because I know when I'm when I'm up there then I can go with those guys but I, I still have problems coming back after after a bad start because yeah the other guys are not sleeping huh? everything is pretty mixed up and the MX2 class is pretty close I, I guess so no but all in all we are we are not unhappy with the, with the season start but I know there's a lot of room for improvements and the fact that I'm still only 20 points behind fifth place in the championship is is good and yeah there's a lot a lot can happen it's a long season you know so I'm I'm still I'm still hoping for some good results by the end of the season and then I think we can be we can make it a successful season is top 5 in the championship something you've got like marked down as a goal then is that where you'd like to be end of the season no actually we you know I, the injury was really big and I had a lot of time off the bike and yeah we really i had to work hard to get the shoulder ready again so actually we came into the season without expectations and you know just trying to have fun and go out there uh, weekend by weekend and i really enjoyed being back in the paddock um, every weekend getting a new chance you know and if it's a top five by the end of the season then of course i'm super happy with it and if not we're we're trying for next season but for sure it's it's still a learning year and the, actually the goal is to be ready for 2022 then I guess that's something that people need to remember like okay you're dealing with the shoulder and coming back from that but really this is your rookie year like yeah. last year wasn't really anything it was basically two wildcard races yeah. and then so there is going to be like learning and lessons to do this year definitely it's I've not ridden so many MX2 GPs so I'm, I'm still learning you know and getting used to the intensity but yeah I've broken my pelvis, but I can say a shoulder is something completely different. It's just, it's just a free, yeah, a shoulder. It's just free movements, you know. So I really struggled in the beginning when I went back on the bike, but now I don't have any pain and yeah, it doesn't bother me anymore. So I'm just trying to to get into race mode, let's say, and to be ready to to fight for podiums, definitely, because that's the goal in the end. Uh, last thing, then, are you are you 100% right now, or is there still work to do with the shoulder and stuff? Like, is the shoulder 100%? Is uh, race fitness 100%, or is there still work to do? No, actually, actually, I feel fit, and I can say that I'm 100%. It's just about you know that that racing feeling, yeah. which is a bit missing still. But yeah, I'm. I have to say I get more and more comfortable racing those guys. So, yeah, I really hope. And I also have a, a little bit of a break now after Kegums. So I will really try to, to do some more, some more days in the sand, some more weeks in the sand. And, yeah, I really hope after that break that I can, I can go for, for podiums.